Hey friends, I hope you had an awesome weekend. I'm sure you're back into the groove this week with the kids back in school and your regular schedule, and that's awesome. Here's what I wanted to play for you today or, or post for you today in this episode. I did a the self-discovery piece a while back in the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group. And then I also did a day two, which was about self-love and self-control. We talked about how to really fuel yourself. We talked about the fruits of the spirit, really the fact that we're already equipped, but we have to take the action and we have to create that momentum. Okay. So I just want to play this for you. It's just about a 30 minute teaching that I just kind of go over each of these areas. And I found that it could be helpful right now in this season, especially as it relates to like your joy meter. I remember talking about that and just really deciding like, where are you? Where are you in your joy meter, your love meter, ranking yourself so that you can really make decisions to move forward. Like it's hard to, to really move forward and grow when we haven't even really gotten super real with ourselves about where we are right now. So I hope you enjoy this. This was back even before, gosh, this was in the summer of this year, which was kind of interesting when I heard those dates. So, and here we are in December. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm thankful for you. Just remember there's two things that I always like to ask from you. The biggest way you can thank me is to review and share this podcast, go into Apple iTunes and write a review. That's just a great way to say, hey, Michelle, I'm so thankful for this podcast and I want to share it. The second way I can help you is to help you prepare a battle plan. Like if you're just ready to not drink so much or you're really ready to like totally ditch the wine witch, that option is available for you to sit down one-on-one, face-to-face on Zoom, and really map out a a freedom plan for you. What does that look like? Please don't wait till January. Like, I want, I want to be full for the Stop Drinking Boot Camp that's launching again. January 10th is going to be our launch date. You're going to hear more and more about this as December comes along. I'll be giving you a lot more details. It was awesome. We just finished it before Thanksgiving. I'm going to have that episode soon to share with you. But If you just need to map something out, just don't wait for that. At least go ahead and set up this one hour where you can go ahead and get a plan and be working on this, then dive into it because that way you'll have some momentum. So I wanted to offer that to you. So email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com if that sounds like something that you would like to discuss. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. 
Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Day two, let's rock and roll. So day two is self-love and uh, self-control. Why is this important? Oh, it's such a big deal. We're going to start with our verse today because this is really, really important. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. And God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Why is this Ephesians 2.10 is so important to me? Because it just is a reminder, especially when there's times where I'm not really loving my um, results. I'm a little frustrated with maybe some of my quirky ways or things that, you know, as we talked yesterday a little bit about the Enneagram, there are some things in there when we begin to feel stressed and we begin to derail, there are some not so cute things that we um, experience about ourselves and we can easily allow the inner critic to start chitty chatting and, you know, you're so stupid, you're so distracted. I know, Angel, you talk a lot about... Um, you know, ADHD and how you've been working towards that. And now you're using that as an opportunity to help other women. But that's where the inner critic can come in. Some people have more of an anxiety brain, forgetful, whatever. The thing is, is we're so quick to criticize ourselves. But what is so cool about this truth, and that's the thing with me, is I believe that the Bible is absolutely truth. So if I'm going to believe that, then I have to believe the whole thing, right? I don't just get to pick apart what I think might work for me. It's all true. It is breathed into man, written, but from God for us. And he's basically saying here, listen, we, we're his handiwork. He created us in very much detail, as we talked about yesterday, every tiny little detail. And he created us to do good works. What does that mean? That means whatever we put our hands to and how we're ever guided for him, he's already prepared us to do it. So if you've heard the statement, you know, he will equip the called. You know, when I got into this in the beginning and started speaking on Facebook, uh, I think Tina yesterday was talking about, oh, I really like to do something like this in the future. Well, the best thing you can do is, you know, know that that's something that, you know, you feel like God's leading you to do. And then just start talking or just start writing or just start blogging or podcasting or whatever that looks like or serving or teaching class, whatever it looks like and understand that he will equip us and it's okay when we mess up and it's okay if we, you know, have make mistakes or say, you know, too much or um too much or whatever we want to do with judgment. But he gives us these gifts and it's so cool because I can tell you that I am for sure walking in my calling and he's continuing to grow me. But that's what's so cool because when you're in it, even when you mess up and things like that, it's just okay because I realize that he's got me. So he's not, he's not going to um, let me fall. He's got me each day. So the quote, I love this by Brene, Brene Brown. If you don't know her, she's amazing. She is a, uh, a researcher on... Uh, humans and she does a lot of research on shame and for us women it's great great to know some of her work but she says that owning our story and loving ourselves through the process is the bravest thing we will ever do I totally agree all right <clears throat> hey Sarah how's it going thanks for checking in y'all all right so self-love what is it because you know we hear this I do want to mention that you know Sometimes when we hear these like buzzwords out there, like self-love, self-care, it can sound very like fluffy and is this trendy. 
and what does self-love even mean? And, you know, you would even have people that could possibly be of some faith and go, well, you know, that's, that's very selfish, but that's not what this works or how this works. Right. So self-love is having a high regard for our own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love can look different for each person because we all have many different ways that we take care of ourselves. So for me, that's powerful because have you ever heard the story of the vase full of water, you know, which is put just gorgeous flowers in it and how if the vase were to be tipped over, if it was full, when we're, our cup is full and it's, you know, blooming and it's being nourished and the water's nice full to the brim, well, we can tip over and serve and give and it's okay. But when we let ourselves get depleted and we get dry, we feel wilty, then we, if we were to lean over to give, then we could fall and crash and break. So it's like the, the, the visual and the metaphor of this vase just busting because this has happened i'm sure in your lives if you're if you're a woman <laughs> um you are because you're here and if you you know have children or you've been through hard seasons in your life that's what happens a lot of times is that we we forget that self-love is really absolutely necessary if we're going to be in our calling if we're going to take care of our family and if we're going to serve others, we have to take care of us first. I cannot give you, I cannot be here. Take the time to create the content, take the time to put things together, show up, only be home 30 minutes. I've worked, I've been at work since eight 30 starting clients this morning and I've been doing hair all day till seven o'clock. That's not normal for me, but I take care of myself. I nourished myself today. I make sure that I ate well. I, you know, I hydrated even just that physical part. You know, I made sure I got really good rest last night, things like that. So super important. And it can look different because we take care of ourselves differently. So what ways do you show yourself self-love? I would love to see the comments. If you're here, like I said, if you're on the replay, absolutely come back in and tell me, I want you to follow along. So what do you do? <clears throat> what does that look like for you? And if your answer is, I don't know, then let's have a conversation because we want to explore that a little bit. And that's where this is important that we open ourselves up to learn and have this opportunity. Do you regularly take time to care for your well-being? What does that look like? You know, when you think of well-being, what do you think of? So I think of the wholeness of, of me, of Michelle. You know, whether it's my emotional health, my spiritual health, I think about, you know, nutrition, hydration, relaxation, sleep. You know, if, if I've got something going on physically, you know, say that we have something going on and, you know, a lot of times as women, we can easily, oh, I've just, you know, I've had this pain in my knee for a while or I've dealt with this and we just push it off, right? And we're, you know, we're too busy and we ain't got time to deal with it. And what happens is it could be something way bigger that we could have dealt with earlier because we kept pushing our well-being off by pleasing others. And I'm just saying right now, let's not do that because that's not healthy. And it's not doing you, you know, you're not winning any awards here. You know, you're not getting some kind of medal for how much can I neglect myself to take care of others. It's just not cool. Okay. 
All right, I'm always gonna shoot you some straight talk on here. Baths are about all I do and chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's cool, Sarah, because we were just talking about that, how um uh what a great idea it is if we choose to journal like we were talking yesterday. She was saying she heard this on one of my episodes, and I don't remember who said it to be honest with you, but she was saying that they like to journal at night and with a, like a little piece of chocolate, like dark chocolate. And I thought, what a beautiful ritual and routine. How fun would that be to create that? So I would say absolutely. That is a self-love. That is in self-care. That is in self-discovery. Man, you could pack that into all of this. That's beautiful. You could do your quiet time and you could really work on those questions that we went over yesterday. That's awesome. So for me, you know, all those things are super important. Okay. All right. So let's talk about ways to create more self-love. So first of all, we got to stop comparing ourselves to others. I just had this conversation today with a client because we were talking about how easy it is. Now, just think about it. Those of you who are, who are on here and who are in this group, a lot of us are, we were younger and dealing with the teens in the even early 20s. We were just dealing with like magazines, right? The people magazines and um, stuff like that for the comparison. Now, just it's just in your face constantly. And I am really like one of the big things I always tell other women, especially young women, is like when they look at some image of someone or even some, like today we were at the salon, I was actually doing Savannah's hair and um, there's a beautiful model, her big curly hair and her skin and stuff. She's oh, she's just so beautiful. Her skin's perfect. And I said, yes, she is absolutely beautiful. And she's also retouched and photoshopped. I said, you know, yes, her skin is beautiful and she's beautiful. And I'm not denying that, but understand that when you see this little light coming here and this, you know, the details and the smoothness of her skin, that is not real. You know, anything you see. So why this is important for us is I believe that if there's ever a situation where you were on Instagram following someone or Facebook or whatever we're talking about and you feel some sort of jealousy, envy, something comes up in you where you begin to compare yourself and it doesn't feel good, then you need to block them. They don't know that you're going to block them. They don't know that you unfollow them. They got plenty of other followers that can Google and Google over them, okay? You have to take care of you. And a lot of that is the enemy because he's going to allow you to compare, say, wow, she's doing it better than me. Or look how cool her kids are and how like well put together they are. Oh, I bet her house is so clean all the time. Like, listen, let's just don't go there. Let's block it because that's a lie. That is a total lie. All right. Don't allow yourself to hang on to others' opinions. Same kind of thing. You know? Even if you have comments out there, I'm sure at some point I'm going to get some ugly comments because that's just real. You know, anytime you're putting your work out there and your passion out there, and I believe, especially when you're walking in the calling, when it comes to doing the Lord's work, they're going to be some trolls and haters out there and they're going to have things to say. Just don't hang on to it. Uh, bless and release. That just came to me. I don't normally say that, but that's very Southern. Bless and release. Just move on. Block them too. Like we don't have time for this. Allow yourself to make mistakes and explore what you've learned. I like this one because I feel like as women, Hey Elaine, how's it going? Good to see you girl. Um, I feel like as women that we are really hard on ourselves when we mess up. 
And I do believe that also is that extra layer of that inner critic that we have in us, that we carry with us a lot more than men do. And instead of just saying, wow, that, that didn't go so well, or golly, that really, that just, that just didn't work, or I feel embarrassed or whatever. Well, you didn't die. It's fine. We're going to feel these emotions and then go, okay, <clears throat> clearly that was a mistake. Now, what did I learn? Like now, what can I do? And yeah, I may not follow anyone if I have to unfollow everyone that makes me feel that way. I hear what you're saying. And I also know that that is a mindset thing. And that's something that we can work on for sure. Um, because that is just something that comes from within. You know, I, there's times where, I mean, I, I unfollowed a girl one time on Instagram because of um, her, her whole her whole thing was about like a clean, organized house and everything was pretty and her kids were always put together and super cute. And I remember when I unfollowed her, let me tell you when it was, it was when we were all in lockdown, everybody was out of work. We were doing church online and it was like a Sunday morning. And, and I think it's awesome. Like rah, rah for her. But they posted a picture of like this beautiful family with all these pretty clothes on about how they decided to get up. And even though they were doing church online at home, they, you know, got up, dressed up and put themselves together. And I said, nope, I'm done. Because I just immediately was like put off by it because I allowed myself to feel that way. Remember, I am taking ownership of what I choose to think and what I choose to feel. But I knew that, first of all, that's totally unrealistic. I wouldn't want to do that anyway. My kids would tell me that, Mama, you lost your mind if you think we're going to get up and watch, dress up and watch TV online. And then the third part of me was like, that joke didn't happen. She took her picture and her kids ran and got in the mud. It's fine. Okay. All right. Y'all know I'm going to be transparent and real. I love how Jamaica told me that yesterday and I appreciate and I value her. I value her for telling me that. That was so cool. Thank you for um, letting me know. Hey, Renika. How's it going? All right. So affirm that your value has nothing to do with your weight, your looks, your outward stuff, such as your house, car, job, and talents. Now I know this sounds great and you're like, oh yeah. So let me just check that box there again. I'm not telling you this to let you know that this is just some, let me read this magically and everything's going to get better. This is a, an overview to where when we get into the questions that we went over yesterday and get into some self-discovery, then we get into our values. Then we get into learning and exploring how our mind creates feelings and then we can adjust those. That's where these things begin to come. They become a little bit more automatic. So we catch ourselves. There is so much faster right now. It is hard. You know, when you say you're struggling, it is hard to, when you're feeling comparison on a regular basis and that's not going to go away overnight, but you can, you can work on it. And I have a strategy for that. All right, create a plan to remove yourself from toxic relationships. Now, this is a big one, <clears throat> and I'm so glad I just got to this because guess what? Miss Renika's on here, and she is also a coach, and she specifically deals with um, experience with that. So it's important that we learn, like we spoke about yesterday, when we have our values in alignment, we are working on take, taking action and making decisions. We also have the opportunity to create strong boundaries. And this is where this, this can come in. So this is something that you do. You can't, I mean, you can just 
decide to cut people off. But more than likely, if it's toxic, then there's a little bit of a pull and a hold. And what I would even say, maybe a stronghold in your life. We just create a plan for that. And next one, trust yourself more, make a decision, take action and repeat. So I do not mean here to say, make the right decision because we, our brains want to tell us that that's the case, but that's not the case. A decision is just a decision until you get to make a new decision. Now we know there's black and white decisions, right? Do we have an affair? Do we not? Do we drink and drive? Do we not? Do we, you know, eat at a restaurant and leave without paying or do we not? That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is when you're beginning to make these decisions and set these boundaries and learn more about yourself and begin to trust yourself more. And that's why this is so important to get to a place of clarity, get away from the numbing, which alcohol does and whatever tool you're using to numb with, because we can't trust ourselves when we're living in that loop. So once we're out, we can begin to like make these decisions. We begin to build trust with ourselves. We make more, we build more trust and take action, repeat, repeat, repeat. And then you begin to feel confident. It's just like, for example, with working out, you know, there were seasons where I was doing really good and then really, really not so good. And now that's my perspective, which is good and not so good. But I found myself really just wanting to go daily and say, hey, I want to go at least three days a week and then four days a week and get back into it. And it was so cool how yesterday, because um, I had actually, I don't know if I told you guys this, hey, Ashley, but I had actually recently hired a personal trainer and we worked together like five times. And then in between I was working out and I was really just trying to get back on the routine and get to the gym because I love, I love people and I love being around people. And I enjoy working with a trainer because they push me harder. So, but he quit. <clears throat> he decided that he wanted to work in life insurance or something totally lame. I was like, man, why are you leaving the fitness industry? Just teasing. So, but I, since then, even though he left, I kept my schedule and I've actually gone more this week and I've been working out really hard because I've got the app that tells me what to do. And I'm like, got my music on and I'm cranking it out. And it was so funny because I came home yesterday. My husband looked at me like I was a crazy person. But I, I walked in the house and I went like this and I went, oh, I'm so proud of myself. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm just so proud of myself. And I've never done that before. It just kind of came out. I was like, I'm so happy. Like I went to the gym and I worked out hard and I feel great. And it really did feel good. So this is progress. And I share these celebrations with you because I wasn't like that. I am now. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what fuels you and what depletes you. <clears throat> this is something that's been around for a long, long time. And, um, it really helps me know what I need to do, especially like, just like today, when I know that I'm doing something or teaching something like how I fueled myself today and prepared. So we have to know what gives us energy and what takes it away. This is how we create the flow in our own recipe of life. And it has a lot to do with the, um, there again, so much goes back to our values. We have to create our own recipe. We must do things at times that deplete us, like that's reality, but we must know how to use our energy wisely. So example, what are some things that you really hate doing? Hey ladies, I hope you're doing great. 
So yeah, it's a matter of like, what do you hate doing? And so for me, I know that now I'm getting better at some of these things, but typically for me, anything like back office is what I call it. Like anything, <laughs> Renika says laundry for real. For me, it's like technical things where like I'm having to learn like, you know, even when I was learning Zoom and how to stream it or like when I was creating the podcast and learning like each step, like even though I know we have ability to find anything we need to know on Google, right? We can find it. Somebody's done it before. But when we're learning it, it just creates like a little like pressure intense. You know, cooking, I don't enjoy cooking. I really don't enjoy cleaning. Um, when I lived alone, I actually enjoyed cleaning because I could clean my entire house and I could take a hot bath after and it would stay that way. It doesn't do that anymore, does it? <laughs> Back office. I know. Oh, Renico, you don't like cleaning either. Yay. Girl, one of these days, that's one of the things I'm going to outsource down the road. Let me tell you, I'm going to have me cleaning at least bi-weekly. I think that would help me a lot. Um, and then, you know, what if, what if it's like having hard conversations, you know, when you're in a um, business setting or a team setting, or you have a boss or you have an employee, sometimes we have to have difficult conversations. Sometimes we have to have that with family members, uh, parents, spouses, children. <clears throat> sometimes that's just a lot of pressure. And to me, that is, that can be very depleting, right? What happens is we have to know what are these things in our lives so that we can layer the things that boost our energy, okay? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to create your own, your own energy booster list, okay? So I want you to create a list that can be on your phone in your notes. It could be on a note card, whatever works for you. And I want you to create several things that boost your energy and mood. Because here's what's gonna happen. You're going you're gonna to start learning this and understanding this. <laughs> Somebody said, I don't trust anybody who likes cleaning. Girl, I feel you too. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I have a coworker at the salon. That girl, she is a cleaning fool. She loves it. I think she just gets, the, um, gets a boost from like the smells and like, she might be a little germaphobe. Maybe that's those. Maybe that's part of it too. But so create your own energy booster list because there's going to be seasons where you're going to be, especially in this group, when um, this helped me in the beginning of my journey because when we're triggered and when we're stressed and we typically want to go to wine or we typically want to go, you know, maybe it is food for you. Maybe it is, you know, you really, you get triggered and you stress out and you want to go eat a sweet, okay? Or you want to, you know, shop. And spend money because that dopamine hit you get and it's usually if we're feeling depleted so I wrote down some things I enjoy coffee chat with a friend like about every other week I'll just text my friend and I'm like hey girl you want to meet for coffee sometimes she can't sometimes she can and I love it so much because we just meet up we grab coffee we just chat we connect we we talk about our family some but a lot of times we just talk about like like she's a cool, like she's my cool deep friend. Like we just talk about deep stuff and like, she's, she's like, can kind of nerd out with me a little bit when it comes to mindset and coaching and stuff. It's awesome. I love it. Um, exercise. What does that look like for you? I really want to say movement because anything that can fuel your, um, 
you know, your energy by moving. Mine is walking, lifting weights. You could do Zumba, yoga. Um, for me, also, here's my list, spending some specific time in worship with music. Like, I'm telling you, for me, that's a game changer. If you're into music and you like any sort of beat and rhythm, I mean, I've gotten in here and I've turned on my uh, little speaker and turned on something and danced around the room and just kind of really just moved my body and got it moving. And then there's times where I'm just like, you know what? I just need to spend the time with the Lord and I'll be in my car and I'm just like worshiping. And cause that's a lot of times when he really speaks through music, he speaks through like, um, I call them downloads. He, he gives me like ideas to teach, you know, how I can serve y'all. He'll give me like specific women in this group. Um, and just put stuff on my heart. And it's just so fulfilling. I get so energized by that. Podcasts on a walk. I love, a lot of times I'll do music too, but sometimes I really like to just listen and learn from other leaders out there, depending on what topics I want. Um, sitting on the deck on a sunny day and just listening to nature. There's times when I'm here on my uh, coaching days. I coach on typically daytime, Mondays and Wednesdays. And, um, there's times where I can literally go out on my deck and, you know, maybe I'll just have my lunch. I'll, I'll make some lunch and I'll go out there and the sun's shining and I can hear the birds and it's just so peaceful. And the cool thing about all this is ladies, if we are working on our growth and we have clarity, these things work great. I would not have known to do this or chosen to do this back in the days of my drinking cycle because we're not thinking straight. We're, our mindset is negative. We're always thinking about what's crappy. We're not present. We're not aware. Like I didn't think about feeling the sun on my skin and listening to nature when I was like, halfway with a headache or in a mood or stressed out or not liking my husband or, you know, not really wanting to go to work or just all I want to do is drink and numb out. Like that's the thing is this is for those of you who want to thrive and who really want a better life and you really want to even live a legacy and leave, leave a legacy and live truly live your life. That's who this is for. This is not for someone who just wants to coast and pretend that they want to thrive and do life. So if you got to be present and you got to be willing to stop and breathe and listen, and that's where this is huge to breathe in nature. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to get off. I had to just say that. That was important to me. Getting a Manny and Patty with my daughters. I love that. It's so much fun. Renika sings like a crazy person in her car. Let's do it. I do too. I do. I actually can sing pretty good. I'm a pretty good harmonizer too. So if I say so myself, so sometimes I'll get there and you know, I can't sing everything, but I can sing some stuff and I really, really enjoy it. So what about you? And will you commit to making your list this week? All right. How about, uh, let's go this a step further. Whoever's here or whoever watches the replay, I want you to commit to putting your list in the comments. Tell me just three. Give me three things that you know that will be creating an energy boost for you. Okay. All right. Self-control. Whoo, Lord of mercy. This is a big one. I don't know how many times this is in the Bible. Renika, if you do, let me know. Put that in the comments because 
you probably talk about this too um, in your teaching. Uh, Self-control is a really, really big deal. I know that it's in the Bible a good bit. Um, I've seen it. And it was kind of one of those things that I really sort of felt convicted about because when we're overindulging in life and choosing something else, that's a really big issue of not having self-control. And there again, once we get to a place of where we're walking in growth and walking in where God's calling us to be, this becomes easier because we're very attentive to it. Um, yeah, definitely one of the fruits of the spirit. That's coming up next for sure. Um, self-control, the ability to control oneself in particular one's emotions and desires or the expression of them and one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. That's very, very clear. So it's really just having enough of like control in ourselves to know that when there's pressure, we're going to stand, stay firm in our foundation and we're going to control our emotions. Now, remember what I said before, it's okay if you're choosing to be angry when there's things, there's injustice and there's things that happen in your life or that you see happening or someone being hurt and you want to righteously have anger. You absolutely can be angry. It's all about the, the choice and why you're choosing that and what you do next in your action step. This is where this is huge, but it's being in control of how you are going to show up and how you're going to respond. This can be practiced. It will grow as you grow, I promise. Michelle today did not have this self-control two years ago, okay? This is huge. This will help you make huge strides in your life. It's much easier when you're growing in the self-discovery piece and the self-love piece because you must know yourself and love yourself to understand what fuels you and depletes you. And you must also know who you are because of what God says you are. I'm telling you that is the key piece. If for some reason you are choosing to leave that separate, you'll have growth. I believe that. But when you really align it with who he says you are, then you're going to blossom girl. All right. You see how this works? If I'm depleted, my control meter will be low. I can just see that. Oh my goodness. Like, when have you had outbursts before? I know for me, when I am not cool with my kids or I'm not cool with what's going on with, and I snap or I say things that are not so pretty and all those ugly parts of my eight come out that we were talking about yesterday, it's because I haven't filled myself and I'm depleted. Guarantee you. Great. So Sarah says, Hers, her energy boosters are walking, cooking something delicious, and dancing. Awesome. I love that. And then Renika says, dancing, music, cooking, swimming, sitting outside on cool days. Oh, it's so cool today, too, here. Oh, it's so breezy outside. It's so nice. It's fresh. All right. So here's our uh, scripture and our affirmation. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is one of my favorite verses, and this is one of the things I have stood on through this journey of mine, because the patterns of this world tells you 
to drink when you're stressed out. They tell you that sin is appealing and they tell you that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how you show up. That's not what he says. We have to be transformed. And that's where this transformation comes in. It starts here when connection with your heart with him. I'm telling you. So the affirmation is, and what I'm going to be doing, I mentioned this yesterday, just so y'all know, what I'm making for you is a, like a 31 day type calendar. Uh, There's going to be one for every day in the month. That is an affirmation like this based on scripture that you can believe. There's tons of stuff out there. That is just beautiful little, you know, what affirmations I want to tell myself today based on what somebody, and they're great. There's nothing wrong with them. But for me, when I started speaking and writing in my bathroom, I have little note cards, like on these little, um, this little cork board with clips and they are stuff like this. That is an affirmation based on scripture that I read every single day. And I'm telling you, since I started doing that, opportunities have opened up. My confidence has boosted the willingness to make those mistakes and see what I learned from all that has opened up for me. So here's the affirmation that I wrote based on this verse. I will commit to looking to God to do to guide and direct my path. His will is perfect for me. I will allow him to transform my mind. Do you see how that puts it back on me too? Do you see how now I have power? in what I choose to do. And that's what I want to teach you through and through is that you have the power. It's time to take your control back and say, I will commit to this. He's there. He's going to guide you. He's going to direct your path. He has his perfect will. Listen to him. He's not going to lead you astray and then allow him to transform your mind, allow it to take place and you will be blessed. All right, here's the fruit, Monica. Yes, you got to affirm the scripture. You have to. And if you need help breaking it down, I'm working with a client right now. You know what? She needs a little help. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a scholar. I'm not a theologian. I'm not a preacher. I'm not even really a teacher. I mean, a teacher, I am a teacher, but not the kind of teacher that like goes to school. But I can help you break it down because I can help you discern it. And there's such great, like, um, references on online too if you read something and it doesn't make sense it's so easy because there's plenty of scripture i looked up something um was it this morning i think it was and i I said what does this mean and i found a a google it's i think it was called biblereference.com and it basically read the verse and it actually told you in terms like what does this mean what's the context you know where's where's the origin where did it come from it was very very helpful So the thing is, is that if you want to find out, you can. And if you need help, if you see something you want help with that, I'll I'll help you. That's what I'm here for. All right. So how ripe is your fruit, girlfriend? I remember when my tree was withered up. But you know what's so cool is once you are rooted in the foundation, your roots are always there. So our tree don't have to fall over. It doesn't have to burn to the ground. But we have to check our fruit. And what does this mean? So the fruit of the spirit, I want you to picture this beautiful, strong tree with all this fruit on it. That's us, right? This is what, this is what we see when somebody says they notice something different in you, or you have this light about you or you're kind or you're patient, you know, that's the fruit. 
So the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, which means restraint, self-control, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay. God does not require us to be perfect. He requires us to allow him to work in us and to grow. Okay. So he says, Hey, I give this, this teaching to you. I guide you. Now you don't have to be perfect. That's, that's what Jesus, that's it. That was what he did. Okay. So, but he's saying, listen, I do require you to, to take action and do the work and then I'll help you grow. So where are you on a scale of one to 10 in this each area? When you think about love, where are you in the love, in the love, like whether it's how you give love, how you show love, how you're feeling love, what is your joy meter? You know, where are you in your joy? What about peace? I'm going to tell you back in the day <clears throat> and I, I, let's see, where am I? Where am I? I know I had a thousand days, but so August the 8th of this year will be three years for me. So I keep saying two years back, but I'm almost to three years now, but in my, I'll, I'll call it in my really, when I was really stuck in my daily drinking. Oh my goodness. I can't tell you. I was not kind. I sure as heck wasn't gentle. I wasn't, didn't have a lot of goodness in me. I mean, I had love cause I do love my family, but I surely wasn't taking action. Cause to me, love's action. Love, love is, it takes action to show people. My joy meter was probably one or zero and there was no peace, absolutely no peace. And I'm going to just say it was, it was ugly. I can just see like, you ever seen like fruit when it rots and it gets all squishy and like brown and then it turns, it's just gross. Like that was, that was probably like when people saw me, like they probably didn't realize it, but that's, that's how I, when I look back, I'm like, Ugh, that girl, she was, she was not fruitful. Now, man, my meters are rocking and rolling. I love it. And it's not because of me. It's because of the, what I'm doing to choose to let him show me the way. Okay. All right. So where are you on a scale of one to 10? I want you to take a screenshot of this. I want you to think about this. This is going to be in addition to your journaling yesterday. And I want you to rate yourself in these areas. And I want you to just be honest and fair. Nobody's going to see it, but you. This is just going to help you reflect and see what's going on in your life. And then I just want you to know you have the ability to take an action step. I'm not going to just show you information and then walk away. You're always going to have ability to take action. And so this is it. So let's just say you're, um, let's just say you're like, man, my piece is like at a four. Well, why is it four? You know, that's great. It's not zero. So tell me why you have a little bit of peace. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's share a little bit of why we have peace and then say, what is, what is one action step that you can take this weekend? You know, it's Friday night. What can you take this weekend to dial up your peace a little bit? What does that look like for you? And I want you to write that commitment down and tell someone. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. 
And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.